After Dark. I'm Colin. And I'm Andy. Today, we're going to be talking about art and artwork, impressionist paintings. <coughs> the modernist versus the classicals. Welcome back to 1v1 cast. Um, most of these are After Dark anyway. Yeah, um, most of the time. I'm Colin. I'm Andy. Um, and um, You can't help being After Dark when... Dark comes at five o'clock. Yeah, that's true. You can't help it. We're evening lads. We're night owls. Mm-hmm. We're um. We're on the night shift. That's Ooh. right. On the graveyard. Shift. The graveyard shift. <laughs> I find most people don't go to graveyards at night. Why? I mean, why would you? Why go, wouldn't you? They're not open. If there's any sort of like establishment there, they're open during the day, like normal businesses. Right. The only people there at the graveyard shift are, I guess, the workers who are. Maintaining uh, graves, maybe? Is that what that who, is that what that's in reference to? I would imagine it's not like graveyards are busy during the day. So like why well, can't they maintain them during the day? Like it has could, to be at night? They are busy during the day. It's when people go. Did you know that um It's when they're open. Did you know that um uh so there's this thing I mentioned to you before. Um <clears throat> it's called submechanophobia. Ooh. And it's the fear Sounds of Sounds scary. <clears throat> I got phlegm in my throat. Excuse me. Cool. Um, but um, it's the fear of uh, submerged, um, like basically man-made things, mm-hmm. or like partially submerged, and like amusement parks have these things, like animatronics at Disney, for example. And there's some things like there's like a Finding Nemo ride mm-hmm. where you go through and like you see all the things, and then you you know those um those deep sea fish like the the lantern fish with like the the light on their head and they yeah. like have terrifying faces. Yeah, the anglerfish. Um, anglerfish, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, that that like whole ride is underwater. You're in like a submarine on a track. Oh God. And um and there's this like there's this animatronic that is a um. That anglerfish. Look at uh, look up the uh, for anybody who doesn't know what it is. Look up the anglerfish uh, animatronic Finding Nemo, and you can see how absolutely terrifying it is because you're going through like it's a part of the ride where you're going through this dark tunnel, like dark part of the water, mm-hmm. but then like it it flashes sporadically, and you oh, see God. like glimpses just like right outside the window of the boat of this um, of this this anglerfish, which is probably about as big as a person. And, uh, and there's just like a lot of things like look up sub mechanophobia, like videos and stuff like that. And it'll talk about how like all these things about like old rides at Disneyland and current rides and like all these kind of stuff um, about just how that's jarring, like seeing like a something like that submerged underwater. It's creepy and it, it, it's, it's very eerie. But anyway, the reason I'm mentioning that is because <clears throat> talking about people who work at night, um, to maintain those um, uh, those machines at Disneyland every every night, um, there's always two um, there's always two mechanics that have to put on scuba dive scuba diving gear and they have to go underwater and like it like inspect uh, this anim and like many other animatronics like it just to make sure that like it's still working and there has to be two of them just in case it gets caught or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, can you imagine seeing something terrifying? in the dark at night underwater and like you have to go do that and it's like in the because they can't go during the day because because people are at disneyland right Right. or disney world or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um and that's just that's so that's so scary like i'm thinking that's so like eerie and spooky Mm -hmm. 
Um, I thought the fear was more related to things that shouldn't be underwater are now underwater, like when a boat sinks or like a statue gets thrown into an ocean or something. Not like, because that ride's supposed to be underwater, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. Okay. But it's still, there's still something um, eerie about right. that. Yeah. Um, but also, also things like that, like a, like a sunken ship, like mm-hmm. with algae all over it and like something like that, or like an mm-hmm. old statue, you're right. Like, like yeah. there's something that's like, Ooh, I would say that I would say that I'm definitely not afraid of photos of those things, but I, like you sent me pictures of them, it. you sent me pictures of them and I was like, yeah, it's not doing it for me. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. freak me out that bad. But if I was there oh yeah, no, if under the there. water and saw those things and yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be definitely freaked out. Do you have a fear or like growing up? Did you have a fear? Oh, I have tons of fears. <laughs> what what are some of your like fears? Like not like fear of being alone or those are sure. internal fears, but like external fears. I like, like being alone. Um, clowns or sharks or something. Like what is what are some of yours if you have? Um, I'm afraid of children and uh, really, I'm afraid of children. I'm afraid of uh, squeaky wheels on shopping carts. Um, nice. I'm afraid of a key breaking in a door nice. when you try to turn it and then you, <clears throat> it never comes out. Oof. Um, I'm afraid that when I go out a push door, somebody will be on the other side trying to pull it or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And I'll either bump them or they'll bump me. I always get, I always go out of doors really tepidly. Like I'm not, I'm not a, not a brazen Do you door mean pusher. Timidly? Yeah, tepidly works too. Um, what does tepid mean? Doesn't that mean like, like gross? No. Tepid is like moderate temperature, like mild, um, uh, not with vigor is basically the. Oh, Tim lacking emotional warmth or enthusiasm. Half there you hearted. go. Half-hearted. <clears throat> yeah, I I'm thought not... tepid means like gross. Nope. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not shoving a door open. One time in high school, I had a friend who uh, broke a door because Surprise, he, shoddy. He, he swung into it with his arms and literally broke the, the door in half. What kind of door was it? Like a wood door? It was a wood door, but it had a metal push bar on it. And you'd think the metal push bar would, you know, wow. kind of break the, break the stress. <clears throat> there. So that's why I'm very timid nice. or tepid in my pushing um, of doors but how about you any any major fears um it, it's kind of stemming from this ocean one i don't really think about this anymore and it's not really specifically a fear per se um but it, it's just just the the underwater unknownness deep mm. blue uh unknown nothingness of mm-hmm. of the ocean as a kid i used to, or as a teenager i would constantly have nightmares of being like in an aquarium or something mm-hmm. i def- i think i definitely still have this um fear because like there's i've been to aquariums but like they're a little scary like if it's mm-hmm. like a dark like because i remember i went to this aquarium and like the black light section you're on a yeah like that kind of stuff where it's like dark or like i remember i looked in the middle and it's like all this bright colorful fish and all these cool things and stingrays and sharks and i looked to the other side because it was like a big globe thing that you're under or a big like arch whatever thing tunnel that you're going through and it was all glass like all around you and i looked to the right and it was all like dark and i was like whoa i'm looking back the other way and it was just that's just like scary to me mm-hmm. um and um <clears throat> i used to have dreams where i would be like trapped in like a building on like the seafloor for example um and like uh th- that's just like that's just very very scary like i would just and it would be like all these like i'll basically be in like a glass house mm-hmm. and it would just be like blue nothingness like just oh, like for as far as i could see and i would okay. constantly 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 have that nightmare mm-hmm. um just about water what not water i'm not scared of water and i've swam in the ocean i'm not scared of the ocean um but i'm scared of like the deep blue deep blue sea i guess mm-hmm. is the best thalassophobia is 
is, is what that's called. Have you ever been in a body of water and you're on a part of the water where you mm-hmm. can still stand up? And then you come to a part where the ground kind of drops off. Ooh, ooh. I'm like, I'm like fearing open. already. I'm like, oh, I'm like cringing <laughs> in fear. I, yeah, it just drops off. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. I'll go in bodies of water, but only if I can touch and or see the bottom. If I can't see the bottom, it freaks me out. Well, I'm okay with lakes because I know there's nothing deadly living in a lake, really. Like, the worst something in a lake is going to do is touch you or maybe nibble at you, but that's about it. Right. But, man, <clears throat> when I was a kid once, I got stung by, like, one of those little tiny, like, see-through jellyfish. Mm-hmm. Um, my family went to, I think we went to... Uh, What's the big meat beach everybody goes to in Myrtle North Beach? Yeah, Myrtle Beach. Thank you. Um, we went to Myrtle Beach and I got stung by one of those little jellyfish, and I was just so turned off to ocean stuff. But I'm not really scared of the water per se, just the creatures in the water. And today we're going to be talking like about that. Subnautica, um, the underwater <laughs> exploration game. That um, game does look fun. Yeah, um, never played it. I've always wanted to. Backing, uh, moving, moving along. Um, we're we today. That's that was just a tangent we went off on. Um, but we're going to talk about, so Andy and I were talking about like, maybe we can do something with like box art and like promotional art for games. And we're yeah. like, you know, let's take it a, let's take it a step f- further than just the box, but like, like what comes with the box. So, mm-hmm. um, today we're going to be talking about physical, um, video games versus digital games, like in all, in all capacities. Um, like, um, for example, <clears throat> I've always liked to, um, I always prefer to have like a physical case and a physical um, cartridge or disc or whatever mm-hmm. for a game rather than having it digitally on my um, on my console, whatever it is. The past like handful of months, I've, I've bought a number, excuse me, I've bought a number of games um, digitally just because I didn't want to leave my house, just because the circus was, was rampant um, uh, a few months ago again. I'm not, it's, it's kind of been pretty subtle, but it's always still, you know, I don't got to talk about that, but, um, I bought like Age of Calam- uh, 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 Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. I bought that digitally. Um, I have Immortals Phoenix Rising digitally, Final Fantasy VII Remake digitally. Um, when normally I would have preferred to get all of those physically. Physical. Um, like I don't like that I have them digitally, but whatever. Um, but that's, that's me. I like having like a shelf of games, which I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I do too, right mm-hmm. up until the moment where I realize that the game I want to play is not in my system. And, and then it's right. like, oh, I gotta get up and change the disc or change the cartridge or whatever. Oof, yeah. And I, so I, 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 en- I enjoy looking at them and thinking, oh yeah, I have all this physical media. But then when I have to actually change it, it's like, man, I'm glad I have the, all these digital games too. So I don't know. I'm, I'm a good... I feel like I have a good balance of, of digital versus physical stuff, but I definitely enjoy and, and remember fondly the idea of physical games. Like mm-hmm. I remember going to stores <clears throat> and you remember that car ride home where you don't really open the game, you just tear the packaging off and you look at the, um, you look at the, the back, you look at the box art, you look at what comes with it. Maybe you're reading a manual on the car mm-hmm. ride home, whatever it is. I still do that. Even if I'm driving, um, I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I just, uh, yeah. hold it up in one hand and swerve all over the road. It's great. But, you know, uh, that that is lost a little bit with the digital stuff. Yeah. And there's definitely descriptions of the game. There's definitely still a little bit of, of creator, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> either creator appreciation or just some sort of, like, note to the to the player or the buyer or whatever. Right. And that's a little bit there with the digital. Consumer. Yeah, the consumer. There's a little bit of that with digital, but 
Definitely not as much with physical stuff. Right, right. Definitely not with physical <clears throat> stuff. Um, yeah, I, I definitely have fond memories of like admiring the box and like what mm-hmm. shape, you know, to keep when, um, with Game Boy Advance, I would keep the, I would keep the boxes and I still have mm-hmm. a lot of my, um, Game Boy Advance boxes that mm-hmm. I've just kept over the years for yeah. Pokemon Fire Red, Mega Man Zero Four, mm-hmm. uh, Mega Man Battle Network Six, Falzar, Mega Man Battle Network Six, Gregar. <clears throat> um, Boy, Nintendo really leaned hard into the boxes around the cases thing, huh? Yes. Because when, th- when I think about it, like normally, I'm thinking about Game Boy Advance DS. Maybe even 3DS games. I don't care. DS remember. was when they started making them plastic, and it was like, like yeah, a, not like I, a cardboard I box. Remember, I, there, I definitely remember cardboard boxes. <clears throat> I think in my, I think at my parents' house in my basement, I have a stack of cardboard boxes mm-hmm. from the games that I own. But maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe it's just the the cases. Because I'm thinking of the cases coming in a box. Okay. Yes. What no, are I'm you right. thinking of? I'm thinking of Heart Gold Soul Silver, which did come in a box, oh, but that yeah, also came yeah. with a, a pedometer thing, not yeah, a the Poker Walker. That's that's why. That that's was why. Like that. But Normally, did other ones come in a box for DS or no? No, just Soul Silver okay. and Heart Gold did. Um, but then I have that with Game Boy Advance too. games, Game Boy Color games, they put a larger version of the box the game came in on the outside, right? It would just be a, a cardboard box, and then in the for a Game Boy Advance, it would just be a cardboard box, mm-hmm. and then that was the box, and then there was the the booklets in there, uh-huh. and then the game, and then that was it. Like, what, was there was the game, no what was the game? What was the game set in? Was it like a piece of plastic? It's like, just a it's piece of cardboard, like just cardboard, like a little okay. fold out thing where like you, it's the size of the cartridge, and you just plant it right in there, and right. you open it, and you slide out that little tray, uh-huh. and then there's like the. Like the booklet for the game, the like the health and safety booklet mm-hmm. that everything came with, every game came with, and then the game itself, and then that mm-hmm. was it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then they, and then the DS, um, they went from cardboard to the plastic one, mm-hmm. and they started making them all plastic. And right. that's kind of how everything is now. Is it's all it's all been like yeah. a plastic case, um, CD box style cases, and right? Um, that sort of thing. And then, um, and then. If there was like something more that would come with it, um, then it might be in like a cardboard box mm-hmm. that also has a plastic thing in, like inside it. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver had that because it came with the uh, the Poke Walker, mm-hmm. um, and then you got um, when I bought Super Mario Maker on Wii U mm-hmm. that also came with it because it had like an art booklet or something. Right. Um, special editions come with that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and special editions are like another like very cool thing where it's mm-hmm. like you get like fancy box like artwork or like different artwork or sometimes the case is different or like you get more stuff like the mm-hmm. whole thing with art booklets or like like another like a page that had like a promotional code or something like that or or like sometimes like a little figurine or something like that. Have you, how many times do you find yourself getting like special editions and like stuff like that for physical games um only if i ever buy the game years after the fact like right i think i bought the skyrim uh i don't even know i think mine is a game of the year edition with all the dlc included so Mm -hmm. i guess that counts as a special edition well i'm Um, more saying like never never on initial because it's just most of the time the special editions or game of the year or whatever they're called usually only offer like special incentives if it is a physical copy mm-hmm. but if i download it digitally then there's not really much there usually right. with the digital stuff like for perfect example i just bought um last of us 2 mm-hmm. right <clears throat> maybe not just bought because i played it last year but i think i bought it in october mm-hmm. last year i played it right around halloween yeah that makes sense um 
that game had two versions out so far. It had the uh, it had the basic edition, and then it had the deluxe, uh-huh. right? Which is a whole other level of you know added bull crap that you don't really need. Yeah, but it comes deluxe with edition, deluxe day edition, one edition, yep, special edition. Yep. Ugh, God. <laughs> So many, and and what is the price tag? Like, I think I paid for. I think it was on sale, so I paid forty Probably bucks. More, more, a lot more. Money oh yeah, of course. But I paid forty bucks for the original game, which I was happy with because it was mm-hmm. on sale and it just came out in July. <clears throat> and then for the deluxe edition, it was sixty. Right. So it was twenty dollars more than usual. So if you okay. paid sixty bucks originally, you pay eighty for the deluxe mm. normally. And all it came with, and I swear to God, all it came with was a Last of Us two theme. Which, by the way, recently came out on the. If you want to, if you care about themes on your PlayStation, mm-hmm. I don't really care about them that much, but I saw it on the PlayStation themes page mm-hmm. as being free now. <clears throat> so glad I didn't get it when I got the game right. Yes. And it, all it is is a boat. It's the boat from the from the scene where Abby and Ellie fight on the beach. But the the deluxe edition comes with that theme. It comes with a custom avatar skin mm-hmm. and more stickers. <clears throat> cool. And, and that's it. And it's twenty dollars more. It's like, incentive. are you serious? That's barely an incentive. And if it was a physical version, it might That's come cool. with might come with like original artwork. It might come with something like that, um, right? Maybe like non included. <coughs> yeah, right. I just got stuff in my throat. Okay, maybe like non included uh, work of characters that could have been in the game or monsters that could have been in the game. Whatever. Right. That sort of stuff is cool, uh, for like a minute and then, and then it's not anymore. But a lot of times when I think about, um, like deluxe editions and like pre-order bonuses and like in, and, and, and stuff like that, like Mm -hmm. I would, I would pre-order games a lot to me. Like Mm -hmm. if you pre-order, like then you can get a special, like, so, so for a lot of these things, like when I think of like special editions, I think of the Assassin's Creed games. I'm not Mm -hmm. really sure why, but, um, f- for some reason they're at the forefront of my brain when I think about like special bonuses, like the, the most, uh, special bonuses in like, in, in these games, like it would be like you get an extra mission, like as uh, an extra assassin, assassin mission, you get like, uh, an ex- like a new sword that you could only get from, you know, something, uh, by pre-ordering it or, mm-hmm. or the digital, whatever digital del- excuse me, digital deluxe or whatever it would be. Um, <clears throat> and then like an outfit that you can only get if you pre-order it or something like that. I'm lumping pre-order, pre-ordering uh, bonuses in with like the deluxe because a lot of times if they come out with a deluxe edition later or like a complete edition, it'll have like all those things. Um, but I remember like Assassin's Creed would always have like, <clears throat> so you have your standard edition of like Assassin's Creed, Creed uh, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed 3. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you would have like a deluxe edition, a special edition, and then like a, a special deluxe edition where in like some of them, it would be like $200 because it would come with like, like a legitimate like book that you can hold in your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, like not like a, not like a little pamphlet or like right. a little, like, you know, like little thing, like an actual book, like with, you know, like front and back covers and stuff. And it's like, you know, bind all nice. And like, sometimes it would come with like props or like replicas or like statues or statuettes or things like that and mm-hmm. it was like and if if you if you shelled out more cash for like darksiders 3 like and you're really jonesing for that game then you can get like the bad a, a huge thing that those things come with for uh physical deluxe editions for stuff like that it's always like an art book there's always an art book and it's like i downloaded the final fantasy um digital deluxe edition uh this is final fantasy 7 remake 
and like it also it's like oh here's also like the soundtrack you can get and also an art art app that you can look at the art with and i got the same thing because i bought horizon zero dawn back when i bought it Mm -hmm. i got like a complete edition and it also came with all that stuff and it was Mm -hmm. like oh here's also like an art thing Mm -hmm. and like i'm gonna be honest like i don't really care about looking sifting through books and like external apps be like ooh, look at the art like that's what aloy was gonna be it's weird with digital things how it mm -hmm. is mostly an external app because i have that same one for horizon i was Mm -hmm. gonna mention earlier but yeah it's it would be a book if you got it mm-hmm. physical, right? Yeah, right. So, that's know. why it's digital deluxe edition mm-hmm. versus um, just actual deluxe edition. But mm-hmm. those, that's like the, that's like the pinnacle of, um, of box art stuff. But like, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, like box art is, box art is important. Like now, I don't really, I'm not really looking at the box art anymore. Like now, I'm looking mm-hmm. at the case on the shelf like mm-hmm. the spines of the cases on the shelf and like right. the more i have i'm like yeah that's my that's my that's my gaming shelf um but i like um like it, it definitely went the the um significance of the box art has definitely went down because it's like uh you're not really i don't i don't know um well, i think back before the mm-hmm. internet was really prevalent with reviews with video tutorials that mm-hmm. show you everything you could ever know about the game shows you right. here's, here's the first 12 minutes of xenoblade chronicles 2 mm-hmm. like that sort of stuff um you know the more you the more you have the internet to rely on the less you are going into a store right to just be <clears throat> be grabbed by something and to buy it you know like i can remember mm-hmm. going into um i'm just going to equate it to something else because i can't remember doing this that much with games because mm-hmm. you pretty much just buy whatever you're interested in even right. if mm-hmm. even if you know you, even if you don't know what it is like mm-hmm. You think about it with music, right? And CDs. I will look at an album cover, and if I see, if I am in a CD store, which I haven't been in a long time, mm-hmm. um, but if I was and I saw an interesting album and it was from a band I've heard of, I would buy something with more interesting artwork before I'd buy something right. where it's just a picture of a guy or a woman or something. You know, like I don't, I don't right. know, like grab. That's what box art's meant to do. It's meant to grab your attention, and mm-hmm. when people know everything about a game before it comes out, the box art doesn't really matter. Right. Biggest, biggest game, <clears throat> biggest pre-order game of all time, right? Cyberpunk 2077, eight million downloads. Mm-hmm. You know, questionable release and questionable practices aside, yeah. th- look at the box art. It's just a guy. It's just a guy with a gun. <laughs> it's a guy with a gun. And most major releases are that uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, guy with a knife. God of War, guy with a, a guy with an axe. Um, any Call of Duty, guy with a gun. Any I think of more Assassin's Creed stuff. Uh, guy with a blade. Uncharted. Uncharted. Is, is guy Nathan with a Drake rope. With a rope or a <laughs> guy gun with a rope. Or whatever yeah. it is, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It 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 doesn't really matter as much anymore. There's definitely still work that goes into it mm-hmm. and a lot of graphic design. But what's really more important. Breath of the Wild. Guy with a sword. <laughs> guy on a cliff. Well, um, I do. So, I do. I will say I do like the artwork for Breath of the Wild yes. because. It shows you because what is it? It's him on a hill, right? And it mm-hmm. shows kind of shows on a hill the whole and he's facing expanse, like, and there's Hyrule Castle in the background. That's different. Also. I was I a little was different. That's different. That's that's kind of better. Like it's not just if it was just Link with his sword, I'd be like, eh, right? You know, but but then like you have the the box art with like the cast of characters, like Super mm-hmm. Mario, mm-hmm. 3D World, or mm-hmm. like the like the original Hyrule. Well, any of the Hyrule Warriors, where it's like the cast of I was characters. Say, right Age of Calamity there. has great box art. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> they're they're um. Yeah, the box art. Um, sometimes, I, like you can equate the box art to like movie posters as well, sure, because yeah. like you see the movie poster like walking mm-hmm. into the theater mm-hmm. or like online or whatever it is. You know, it's like promotional art for the for the movie, right? Mm-hmm. 
but you're you're going to be seeing those characters in the movie, but you're not going to be seeing the movie poster per se. Right. Um, so the art of the movie poster um, has definitely changed, and I think the same thing with 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 um, uh, game box art because. Mm-hmm. Think about what movie posters used to be. Think about like Harry Potter, Indiana Jones, Mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings, Ghostbusters, like all those OG things. Like what were the movie posters for them? Like mostly scenes from the movies. You're gonna have like the the most cinematic (laughs) shot in the movie where most the most characters are on screen that you can fit. That's your poster. Yeah. Right. But what, what, I was, I'm I'm looking for something more specific. I'm not gonna come up with it, but I'll just say it. That's okay. Um, they they they're like painterly like they're like drawn oh, okay. they're painted like it's not like just like a photoshop like like it's it it, it feels like art like like mm-hmm. it's like the harry potter how far um, back are you going because i'm picturing like movies from the 70s and you're right but i mean harry potter still it's I, just it's just a photo from the movie like or a harry potter and sorcerer's stone that's drawn. Harry, harry potter and the sorcerer's stone that's drawn is the same as the as the same as the <clears throat> cover for the dvd which in my memory is screenshots of each character from different parts of the movie kind of placed together in um, this weird collage of is that drawn or is that not uh they have that uh in the very first harry potter they didn't do it in later ones but they mm-hmm. did it in the first one in terms of the movie poster okay it is drawn um it's not it's not uh, actual photos of, of like with with like um, Harry Potter like right in the front, and then all the characters are behind him. Like that's not a photo; that's drawn. And like the original Indiana Jones, like Raiders of the Lost Ark, where he's like smiling and he's wearing his gear, he has his hat, and he has like a whip he's cracking above his head. Like that's drawn. Especially the original Star Wars, where like he's standing with his legs and he's got the lightsaber and that was like beaming up above his head. Mm-hmm. Like all of those things are drawn and check. But then come Chamber of Secrets. Um, that was when they started doing actual photographs of like of the actors, you know, in their in their in their char- with their you know as the titular characters, like Chamber of Secrets. Like it's it's Harry standing, and Ron and Hermione are behind him, and he's mm-hmm. in the Chamber of Secrets, and he's holding the the sword. Um, and that's a photo; it's not drawn. Um, so I just sent you the screenshot of it, and this is what I remember being the first thing: is this drawn or is this is this a, p- a picture? Um, that is drawn. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's very photorealistic. It drawn, is very but... photorealistic, but it is drawn. Like, like if you zoom in, like, uh-huh. um, like, like, look at Ron. Is that the only one they did this with, or did they do it yep. with all of them? No, they they did it with just this one. Um, okay. Uh, they did it with just this one, and like, but then Lord of the Rings, it was it was photo. I said mm-hmm. it, I think I said it was um, yeah. it was drawn, but Lord of the Rings is photo. And mm-hmm. not that that's bad, but the reason I'm mentioning that is because um, a lot of games used to do that, like mm-hmm. um. You know, like think about like the old Mario games, right? Like mm-hmm. they're not for the most part. Like maybe for example, like for Super Mario Bros. for NES, they use they use Bob Hoskins from the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, as, they as use the him. Cover. Yeah, a, that's the a, only real version. Um, for like the box art for NES for Super the original Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. it is the game. It's mm-hmm. the actual pixel Mario. Like it it, it is that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like some some other ones, you know, like it's it's a drawn like some of those you've ever seen those old pictures of Mario like on box art where it's this like wacky cartoony looking dude yeah. and it like and it like doesn't look like that, you know. Mm-hmm. What's what's that game? Super Mario Bros. 2, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, 2 and 3 both have like a cartoonishly 
uh, crazy looking Mario. For, right, compared, and it's like different to the than the game. Yeah, compared to the 8-bit version of Mario in the game. But then now, the characters you see on box art, like, that's how they appear, you know? Right. Like, yeah, Super Mario Brothers 2, it's like, this, mm-hmm. is, a, this is a drawn picture of Mario. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like that in the game. Like, he does look like that, but he's right. also pixelated, and he's a pixelated sprite. Um, that's another example of that. The the prettiest thing, the, like, one of... I'm biased, and there's a lot of examples of this, but off the top of my head... Um, um, uh, something that did this, uh, a, a game that did this was, um, the Castlevania games from like, mm-hmm. uh, I think the very first one up until like, um, because a lot of games like on the NES up until like, oh man, I don't know, like PlayStation one ish, like around there, mm. like a lot of, they, they would draw their characters and they would be drawn. Like if you look at the Contra box art, it's like, it's drastically different or like Castlevania bloodlines, for mm-hmm. example, like it's, it's like the cinematic scene or like, uh, uh, Simon's Castlevania two Simon's quest. It's like, he's jumping, he's in an action pose. And it's like, you're not going to see that in the game. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, um, I don't know anything like that. And, um, Especially if you look up the art from like 1997 up until like 2005 ish for Castlevania games specifically, they are they are actually painted and mm-hmm. and there's these very like they're like baroque they look like baroque paintings, um, and and they are painted um, and like the same guy painted all of them like if you look up the the artwork for um, Symphony of the Night Harmony of Dissonance uh, Curse of Darkness Lament of Innocence. Uh, and maybe like a few more um but then like come circle of the moon and come like uh uh castlevania 64 um and castlevania 64 curse of darkness and like etc castlevania aria of sorrow and dawn of sorrow they're drawn and they're animated like like the front of dawn of sorrow and aria of sorrow they're like anime characters like it's no longer like painted and i think that was that's like a really cool really really cool thing that you you wouldn't see anymore it's like they put effort into this box art rather than just like slapping the same characters that you see in the game right. onto the cover. Like they right. do with like the games now. There's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. but it's just like, it's kind of like, man, like that, that's like an art form. That's mm-hmm. no longer a thing, you know, like right. the, the art, the art of the box, you know, mm-hmm. the box art that's, that was like a thing, but now, now it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. you see, look at my super Mario 3d world and it's like, that's Mario. And then I play the game and you're like, yep, that's Mario. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it, there's no question. Right. They're identical, you know? And like right. everything on the box is like, they're completely identical. Mm-hmm. You could say the breath of the wild one is a little different. It is. Yeah. Um, I'm than, sure than there are, the I'm sure game. there are a lot of others other than breath. Oh, of the oh wild, no, of course. Yeah. I just went off like day. really big franchises where a lot of the covers are the same and right, they, look, right. they look less interesting. Um, it's interesting that you pointed out that, Super Mario Brothers, the first one, mm-hmm. has just a straight, straight up, almost screen grab from the game. Yeah, basically. And, and most of those, most of those cartridges came with Duck Hunt also. So you have, Same actually, if I'm, well, yeah. if I'm, if actually, if I'm thinking about it, I kind of think the Duck Hunt logo was just a, a, like a cartoonishly drawn duck. You know the combination. I, I, I feel like it's. I think it is. I feel like it's it's the duck. Fl- I think it's still game footage. Like you, it? it's the duck flying over duck? the black background. I gotta look at with it. the the green grass, and I think there's the the target cursor, like the, your mm-hmm. crosshairs. I think I remember the target, but I feel like the duck for some reason isn't cartoonish. Oh, it is. No, you're right. It is. It's just more. Yep. It just sticks out a little bit more for me. Like I remember the duck more more vividly, but yeah, it's like a green mallard duck. Well, mm-hmm. I mean a green mallard. Fine. I don't know. It has black wings, but mm-hmm. it's definitely got the. Who the hell would pay seventy six dollars on eBay for one of these things? They're everywhere. It's a classic. 
Yeah, but you could build freaking coffee tables out of how many of these things exist. Um, <clears throat> that's crazy. Smash Brothers. Yeah, the duck. The duck isn't photorealistic. It's eight bit too. It's just yeah. it's just bigger than Mario, so it looks right. <laughs> maybe it just looks different. That's really just zoomed in. That's funny. um the original Super Smash Brothers had that. Dude, they... I have like five of these. I should sell these on eBay. I have like maybe five of them. They good, they okay. in good condition? <laughs> no. Um, Neither is this one though. I'm looking at. It's got like. It's out of the box, first got of all. It's got dinglings on it. Yeah, the freaking stickers coming off. It's sun faded. It's at, oh, mine um, are better than this. How um, no. So now, if we're looking at leg- uh, legacy content and like retro stuff, um, how do you feel about like in terms of like the physical the physicality of it? Let's say you're you're trying to play Ocarina of Time, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, um, let's say you're trying to play Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Are you going to play? What is your preferred way of playing it? A on the Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. with the Zelda the Zelda cartridge and the Nintendo 64 controller. Mm-hmm. B, on like a virtual console, um, like on the Wii or on the Wii U and playing with your um, your Wii Classic controller. Mm-hmm. Or C, playing the remake on 3DS. Like what is your preferred way? Or mm-hmm. insert title here, not just specifically Zelda, but something like that. I would probably go with a combination of B and C because... So you would say like the, the port or the remake rather than the original. But Yeah, hang on. So okay. if I want to play the original mm-hmm. and I want to experience every memory I have of the clunky controls, mm-hmm. of things that didn't really work super well in the outdated graphics... The tripod controller? Sure. If I want to experience that... Mm-hmm then I might not waste, because I do own an N64, mm-hmm. I do own Ocarina of Time, but mm-hmm. I don't want to break that all out every time I want to play that. Right. I would find it much easier to do a virtual console thing, right. which I, w- I wish I'd kept my Wii U because I did have that on virtual console on the Wii U, mm-hmm. um, but I had played it and I was like, yeah, whatever. Plus the remake exists. If I wanted to play Ocarina of Time to enjoy the story and updated graphics, I would play the remake mm-hmm. because obviously that's a superior experience both visually and control wise mm-hmm. um, optimized there's things you can do on virtual console that you can't do in that remake though like game of wii u can do this um speed up things you know like yeah there's speed a up lot dialogue. of things there's a lot of quality of life updates that make mm-hmm. things a lot better for legacy content for nintendo especially and maybe other things as well but mm-hmm. definitely having sped up dialogue maybe uh, I know NES and SNES virtual stuff has that rewind feature. That's really nice. Yeah. If they ever do I have it, a Mega Man game, it has yeah, that. It's a little they, weird. If they ever do some sort of N64 version of that, which maybe will happen, I don't know. Um, I'm sure, I hope they do the same thing where you can rewind a little bit and yeah. fix your mistake. That way you're not going back you know, super far if you die. Right. Um, but yeah, if I wanted to play a better version of it, I'd pl- probably play the remake. And the most yeah. recent version I have played of that game is the remake. So. It'd be hard to choose between B and C, I guess, whatever you're in the mood for. Mm-hmm. But there's no way I'm breaking out the N64 and the and the cartridge and blowing it and hooking all the wires up just, just to play on a crappy N64 controller. Because if you yeah. play that game in its original state, it doesn't hold up that well, really. Yeah. It's still great for the time, and it's still wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's better versions of it that exist, mm-hmm. play it there. I don't know. What about you? Yeah. Um, I'll take the newest one. Yeah, uh, like I'll take the remake over the, the virtual remaster. console version. Uh, not virtual console, but like, well, I mean, like virtual console, like like the I would I would take the virtual console slash remake slash remaster slash port over the original. Sure, of course. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, it depends on what I'm in the mood for. Right. Um, speak for a second. I'm gonna take off my hoodie, so I'm taking off my okay. Taking off my headphones. Yeah, I think I think if you play something on the original N64, you quickly find that your thumb isn't well adapted to that middle stick 
and it just feels super uncomfortable because you're so used to having the two sticks now. Uh. You're so used to being. <laughs> you're so used to having that that same type of controller on whatever system you use now, mm-hmm. and it's just uncomfortable and you know <clears throat> bulky. And again, you get even even when I was a kid, I remember not liking it that much. But yeah, it's um, the only thing I like had, so. like I, I I definitely know there are people who are like, oh man, they'd be like, if I'm gonna play. If I'm gonna play Final Fantasy VII, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna dust off my old PlayStation One from the basement, pull it out of my childhood box, and then boot right. it up again, and take out my old TV and plug in the, the the yellow, red, and and white cords, mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Like, and other people would be like, no, I want to play, I want to play the newest port, I want to mm-hmm. play the newest remake, and like the Final Fantasy VII port on Switch, it has these things where, um, those those like. It feels it feels weird with like legacy content because they add like like you, you just mentioned and we've mentioned before, they add those like like they feel like cheats sometimes mm-hmm. where it's like like in Final Fantasy it's like click both sticks at the same time to turn off random encounters, mm-hmm. click the right stick to make the game run three times as fast and just yep. click it again and you turn it and then click the left stick to max out your limit gauge and mm-hmm. so like every turn you just always have like the best attack you can possibly have instead of letting it fill up with each attack and each right. attack you take right. which is like that's cool but like i don't know that's a little i was playing um i got i bought all the Mega Man uh collections mm-hmm. and i was playing the first one and and those games are hard mm-hmm. um and i was uh, i kept dying on um uh cut man and um or yeah cut man and um as that thing where you can rewind and i'm like oh i did die nope and you just roll and it lets you rewind back Mm -hmm. like 30 seconds and i'm like that's like holy smokes that's like two screens ago um yeah like i i i definitely would I definitely uh, get that because it would be really annoying and I really wouldn't be playing like like now in this day and age where things are like fast and like how things are the way they are in games um, and just things in general. Like if if it's hard, if it's hard to beat a level in Mega Man, you're just gonna be like, okay, I'm going to play a game that isn't hard to beat, you know? Um, so I get why they added those. Um, but at the same time, it's like, Maybe it would be cool, and I'm sure it does in a lot of these games. It would be cool if you can have like an option where it's like turn off, and a lot of remakes have that where it's like you can have the original controls or like the, or the like the the retro the retro controls and the modern mm. controls. Like Panzer Dragoon, the remake had that. Oh and my like, god, dude! Normally you had to like be bashing circle, <laughs> and like you yep. could only use one stick to like yep. move move, and it's really weird. And like if you change it to modern, it changes uh, the shoot to R two, mm-hmm. and then you use both sticks, kind of like a like a like a first person shooter kind of thing. And it's mm. like okay, that's it's a lot easier, but like yeah. at the time, it's like you know. I didn't tell you this. Uh, I wanted to save it for the pod, but. When I beat I beat that game mm-hmm. with you, not with you, but shortly after you did, mm-hmm. and I didn't uh, beat it. I just played it. I played through till like level four before mm-hmm. you told me about the control change. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there with my with my freaking thumb. thumb was hurting, hitting the button, and I'm like, "Is there a reason to not be shooting? Right. Like, is there ever a reason why I just shouldn't be shooting all the time? Mm-hmm. Because an auto fire would have been really great right now. Right. And I think the old or Sega. Hold it. I think what's that system on Sega Saturn? Yes, I think the Saturn controller had a had a turbo button or an auto button mm-hmm. or something that so you could make that work. So it makes sense. Right. But modern ones don't. So when you told me about the Switch, I was Third like, okay, party cool. Ones do. Then I played through the entire game 
on i didn't play it on the hardest difficulty because i was like whatever right but i played it on normal I did. that's stupid played why? on nor- well because why like didn't yeah, you, didn't you just want to do it just to do it no i wanted to do it for the for the excitement of the gameplay i feel like that the game, gameplay was exciting i feel like even the newest version of it the remake um you know i feel like they didn't like you said they didn't do that great of a job with it mm-hmm. and the graphics are still pretty laughable mm-hmm. and the controls are weird it's cool you have the different options to change it the but gameplay is cool it needs an auto fire also yeah, like definitely. the directional thing where things can come at you from different sides that's a little weird that's a little weird like mm-hmm. i don't know whatever but that aside that game is odd i played the entire game beat it before i knew there was a lock-on system <laughs> so there's a lock-on feature in panzer dragoon where you can uh, hold down a certain button, and whatever your cursor goes over, a little circle appears on them, and then you shoot at them. Hmm. Did you use that or no? No. I played the game for so like 45 minutes. Dude, I'm telling you. I played through... I, once I found that, I went through and played the first level again on the most hardest difficulty, mm-hmm. and it was a joke. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wonder if this is a new feature or if it was in the old game, because I don't know. Like I barely remember mm-hmm. the old game. Maybe it was just a crack shot because the levels were a joke for me. I died well, for a stupid reason. It's not It's not as hard to hit everything, but, mm-hmm. I mean, you're probably missing something. You're mm-hmm. probably missing certain enemies if you don't use this yeah. lock-on feature. I found the lock-on feature, and I'm like, okay, this whole game is... is child's play now like it's okay. so much easier okay interesting yeah and it, and it doesn't it doesn't exactly tell you hey this is the lock-on feature that maybe, it's only yeah. it, i think it's only on the modern controls so yeah it probably is an update and um wait yeah you can do it on the most difficult setting because i put it on yeah i put it on the most difficult setting and then found it mm-hmm. and i was like okay this mm-hmm. is easy now okay so it was weird it's um, like why wasn't that more you know why wasn't that shown to us? Why wasn't yeah. that told right at the beginning? It just wasn't. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, it was still fine. I played it. I played it through wholly once. Yeah, and finished it. But it's I, only, I, it only I takes think an hour. like now that we've been talking about it and like and I've considered it like where I said like those like um, easier like changes quality of life change. That's mm-hmm. something that's been that term has mm-hmm. been prevalent for me in the games I've been playing in the past like week oh, or yeah. a handful of reasons. Um, and just like being aware of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But like, I like that term has just been pinging around my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, do they ever do physical releases of, aside from a, a whole remake, like, um, like the Ocarina of Time when we just talk about, mm-hmm. talked about, did that Panzer Dragoon get a physical re-release or no? I don't think so. Did um, the Final Fantasy update get a re-release physically or no? The update? Not update. Um, the port. The Final Fantasy port of, of Final Fantasy Seven. So. No, okay. So does some that, things. Does are, that have anything in it, or is it just a direct port? It's just a direct port. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of games that, like there are like especially with Nintendo, there are a lot of games that um, um, come out only digitally, mm-hmm. and then like like for example, um, and and we can ha- we can have a little break here to talk about some gaming news as well in a second. Let's, just let's save that. Something something going on. Yeah, let's save uh, that. Some stuff going on. Let's but, let's save that for later. Um. So um. But uh. Like for example, like in Nintendo Directs, so they'll, they'll announce to be like, oh, it, like Hollow Knight is now getting a physical release, mm-hmm. and that'll be like a, and that'll be like an announcement where it'll say, like, ooh, like 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 alongside. They announce it like it's a new thing, but it, it's just a physical game. Like that's the only difference, and like and so I don't think Panzer Dragoon has one of those, and like a lot of things don't have that. Um, but then like 
like they'll like a company will release it like an indie game or something like Hollow Knight, right. and they'll be like, okay, this is going to be digital, and you pay fifteen dollars. Usually, if it's successful, and then it's like super successful, one, yeah. and they're like, you know what, we're going to do that. They were like, um, we're going to do that um, uh, physically now. So mm-hmm. it's like now you can just have a physical mm-hmm. for like the people who like physical games, and mm-hmm. that's, that's cool. cool. But I th- also at the same time think that's a little bit annoying because mm-hmm. it's like. I get like why like if you don't know if a game is gonna do well or not, you're not gonna like like spend all this money on yeah, like exactly. on like the production of like yep. the box and the and the stuff for it. And I would imagine like that, that and the costs printing. a lot. Yeah, I would imagine a lot of money. A lot, a lot. Um, like for the printing and and like like putting it all together and mm-hmm. everything. Um, and, and then they're like, oh, you know what, this is Hollow Knight game, this is doing really well. We're mm-hmm. gonna put out a physical copy. Um, I've been annoyed by that in the past because mm-hmm. I was like, if I had known this game was gonna be this good, right. I would have gotten it physically. Hades, not. Hades just got one too. That was that was the game. That's Hades the just got it. I have Hades. Um, I don't adore it, but it's mm-hmm. very cool. Um, it just reminds me of Dead Cells, which I love Dead Cells, so I got to try yeah. it. Um, it's it's uh, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. People are like, yeah, it's nominated game of the year. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool when rogue type games like that that don't have like huge budgets like some of the other games that get nominated yeah. are up there with them like remember in 2019 Rogue with celeste like remember when celeste was nominated for all those game of the year yeah. awards that's awesome that Underdog. game dog yeah that game was developed by what like team whatever the team's called uh i almost team said team chair no no that's, team cherry's that's, Hollow, Knight. That's Hollow Knight. whatever that whatever the people it's like five people you know mm-hmm. i think that's i think that's cool and those those things yeah. get huge recognition because it is a fun um, game but then start like stardew valley like yeah. that came out yeah. only um non physically and then like later it came out physically like i can mm-hmm. go to i can go to the store right now and be like oh there's stardew valley mm-hmm. game box for ps4 mm-hmm. you know but like they don't have that for switch um like they have like uh the only physical thing you can get for stardew is like one of those car or a lot of games is one of those cards um oh there's no physical version for switch no there's not oh, that's um, weird. or at least not that i know of but i feel like when that game came to switch it did much better than it ever had yeah, I don't know, like but people, that's on that really that game is on like five or six different or four or five or something oh, yeah. different consoles. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I much prefer um, I much prefer box boxes, physical boxes mm-hmm. and cases and and discs and cartridges rather than having a digital library because my Switch digital library is like through the roof because so mm-hmm. many of those games they can only be they can only be um, digital. Right. Um, however, like I do have games on there that that are are copies. Like I have Mario Kart Eight, that's digital. Asia Calamity is digital. Um, others that I can't remember off the top of my head, but at least those mm-hmm. two, I always see them. I'm like, dang, I wish I had a case for this, just like to further round out my collection. Like I, there's there's a sense of oh pride or accomplishment in like furthering like my 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 gaming shelf and like mm-hmm. and like you know like uh increasing its size or mm-hmm. or whatever it is you know um how do you feel about uh varied case sizing that's happening now especially with switch stuff because the switch casings are so much smaller and i get it the cartridge is smaller um but i don't mind it don't um mind I, it. I think i think i think it, it's always cool to like see what the box is going to look like, see mm-hmm. the shape it's going to be, the color it's going to mm-hmm. be. Like, three sixty games were like green. Mm-hmm. Um, PlayStation games were uh, boxes were black, and then they became blue, mm-hmm. and then now they're they're like so they were like blue 
So it was black and then blue, and then now it's blue and white, mm-hmm. or like sometimes like black and white or something like that. Right. And sometimes it could be silver. Um, and then and then like with uh, then you got Nintendo, um, which was like the cartridge game, and then like with with uh, cartridge cartridges aren't the boxes, but like they had different colored cartridges for like mm-hmm. Pokemon games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be like, you have a green one for Pokemon. And like, instead of like, oh, like all these like normal black cartridges, you know, like look at all these normal black plastic cases to hold your disc. But now Mm -hmm. it's like, look at this white plastic case. And it's like, if you see that, you know, that's a, you know, that's a Wii or like Mm -hmm. a Wii U, like where it's like that, like teal or like the see-through, like, I think that's cool. Like just from the, if you just saw the plastic case, you'd be like, oh, that's a PlayStation 4 case. That's a... That's a that's a Wii case. That's so you a Wii U case. Just continuing it with the Switch box. I think that's cool. Um, the Switch box is is a cross between um, the traditional CD case mm-hmm. and then making it a little smaller to hold the cartridge. Frankly, at this point, um, the size of the Switch case is pretty silly because the cartridge is as small as it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but however, I, I still appreciate saving, it. I think they're just saving plastic at this point, like trying to make production cheaper. Yeah. I, and even so it's like, they're wasting a lot because it's right. like, why does it need to be this big? But right. at the same time, it's like, how much smaller can you make it without it being like something that can fit into your pocket, which mm-hmm. like switch cases can do now. You could probably like slide it in your back yeah. pocket or something like that. But, yeah. um, if you have big pockets, I don't know. I think it's okay. Most most jean jean back pockets can hold. Not if you're a woman, but yeah. Not if you're a woman, but if women's you're a man. clothing tends to be much smaller in the pocket region. Correct. It's just yeah. it's just so aesthetic. Unfair. So unfair. Um, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Box art is cool. It bothers me a little bit because, like, I have a, I don't have very many physical cases, but I have, you know, older, uh, older cartridges stored somewhere, and then right. I have. Obviously, don't have boxes for those anymore because who keeps mm-hmm. the box when you're like five years old? Right. But everything recent, you keep the box, just mm-hmm. you know, or at least the case, so that you don't have to you know store it somewhere, but right. store it just a disc. But um, yeah, seeing those PlayStation cases next to the Switch ones, it's like, why is this so much smaller? It could it could have been the same size, like have the same little tray area for the yeah. cartridge. And just make it a little bit bigger so that it matches everything. Yeah, my um, you know, but my game shelf consists of Wii U games, Wii mm-hmm. games, DS games, 3DS games, Switch games, and PlayStation 4 games and Xbox 360 games. Is what is what my shelf is, and they all fit uh-huh. up there in their own spots pretty perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes the inconsistency, inconsistent, the stuff that's not the same is different. Um, and that's annoying. Um, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I remember I bought, um, I bought uh, breath of the wild originally on Wii U because I didn't have Mm -hmm. a switch yet. I wouldn't have gotten a switch for like a year or two later. Mm -hmm. But like when, when breath of the wild came out in in 2017, we're coming up on its fourth anniversary. Um, when it came, when it came out, I bought it like maybe like less than a month after it came out on the Wii U. Um, and I played that and then, um, I'm like, I want to play this game again. Um, cause it's one of my all time favorite games. And so, uh, I'm going to, I bought a cartridge from like this game store. I was with you. I bought a cartridge and I wanted the, uh, the box and you had, and you had, you had a physical copy mm-hmm. of breath of the wild already. Mm-hmm. Um, I and, bought it with my system and then, yeah. And then, um, you're like, I don't care about the box. You can take the box. So I have your box and another cartridge. 
like a separate mm-hmm. cartridge just because I wanted the box for my collection. I'm like, this, mm-hmm. if this is going to be one of my favorite games, like you better believe I'm going to mm-hmm. like, I'm going to have, you know, like the box for it. Yeah. So I have that in my collection. I much, I much prefer that. And other people like, like having a digital library. A lot of people like that more. I will say one other benefit that I enjoy a lot from from not really caring whether it's digital or physical is price. Mm-hmm. Um, I very often will see a sale on something and then assume that the physical copy is more expensive and mm-hmm. then check GameStop, check Walmart, whatever, and right. it's usually, I'm right, it's usually, usually right. full price. And physical games definitely do go on sale. They have pre-owned not, too. They, I'd never. Do you buy pre-owned stuff? Um, yeah. See, the thing is, not maybe not recently, but I yeah, I will. I'm okay. I'm more okay buying a pre-owned game if it's if it's if it is a significant discount. Mm-hmm. Right. But I will not, under any circumstance, buy a pre-owned controller or a pre-owned system. And here's why: the people who work at GameStop. Shout out to anyone who works at GameStop. You're a, you're a hero. You're amazing. But you also suck a lot. Yeah. <laughs> because <clears throat> I have traded you stuff. That mm-hmm. I know does not work correctly. It might not be totally broken. It might not be unusable. Right. But I don't want it. And the only reason people get rid of stuff is because it's not useful to them, it's broken, or they don't want it anymore. Right. And why don't you want something for those reasons? Right. You're not just going to get rid of something that works perfectly. Right. Just may- maybe if you wanted a different pair, I guess. But how often does that happen? Usually, or people... like you're upgrading your console, right? Like you're selling your perfectly good right. 360 for the for the Xbox One, exactly. Whatever, you know, exactly. And I know from speaking to people who work at those types of stores mm-hmm. where you can trade stuff in, not just GameStop, but anywhere mm-hmm. that I've ever traded anything in, mm-hmm. those people will take anything, and it's not their problem if it doesn't work that well. They claim to do quality checks. They claim to plug it into some system and see. But what does that e- what does that even mean? You're plugging it into what? Uh, a magic checking machine that can check if everything's wrong. You don't yeah. know. You don't know of a. You don't know if a stick isn't working correctly. You don't. You don't know. Like yeah, they do. I really don't think they do, man. Because I traded. Have you Have I, you seen the interfaces when they do that? Like I've, I stuff? see them plug it into the exact same computer that's hooked up to the cash register. I see a guy come take it to a back room and do something with it. Oh. But no, they I, have a I've program. So, I've tests. sold. I've I've sold people, and I know tons of people who have sold broken shit mm-hmm. to to these companies and they mm-hmm. take it full price or whatever price they give them and then don't say anything mm-hmm. i also know tons of people who have bought stuff used mm-hmm. pre-owned and it's scratched broken mm-hmm. messed up in some way and then gamestop either has to take it back or and it's just a huge hassle mm-hmm. so if it's the price difference of what let's say what's a, what's a used pair of joy cons because just joy cons have huge problems with them know. right huge a, a pre-owned pair of joy cons at gamestop is like 50 bucks mm-hmm. versus 60 Spend the extra ten bucks and Isn't just, get like them, just get them brand new. No, no, that's the Pro Controller. Never mind. The Pro Controller is eighty. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's kind of expensive. Uh, seventy. Seventy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think I, it was eighty when I bought it. It was eighty when we bought them, but they've mm-hmm. been out for four years now. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, if it's if it's a couple bucks, always buy it new. You know, just it's well, if so if, much if it's like if I'm buying a game so and it's like, it's fifty five dollars. Games are a little different. You know, sixty dollars like, for new. I'm gonna get yeah, a new one. Games are a little different because people will all the time. Um, trade in games that they're done playing and don't want anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, people yeah. people don't do that as often with good games. Like, I didn't want to trade in my Breath of the Wild, or I didn't, you didn't want to trade in your whatever else. You right. want you want to keep it, you know. Right. So there's also a good chance that somebody who trades that in has a broken one or has one that glitches once you get right, to this right. part of the game. And yeah, they check it with something. But like, 
I don't trust those people. Maybe there is some magical computer that can just magically diagnose anything that's wrong with a system or with anything. Yeah, there is. What What is that then? It's where just, is it? It's just a... Where is it and where do I get one? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but I've definitely seen it. Like at GameStop, for example, I've, I've sold uh-huh. and traded in old PlayStation controllers to GameStop like uh-huh. five or six times over uh-huh. the years since 2013 whatever 14 mm-hmm. or 15 when i got my playstation and um and every time they plug it into this separate monitor mm-hmm. and like they they just push all the buttons and it and it shows up on the screen like mm-hmm. the interface um and it, it says like there's like numbers that basically say like like what's out of alignment and mm-hmm. what isn't being activated fully and stuff mm-hmm. and usually when that happens like i remember he said like i i sold I had this like Darth Vader uh, limited edition controller I bought mm-hmm. at one point, um, and it was like black and it had like like the, each of the shoulder buttons. Um, like some of them were like a, one was red and one was blue, and like some buttons were different colors, like themed after lightsabers and Darth Vader or something like that. And um, and then uh, for some reason the R two stopped working, mm-hmm. um, and then I had another controller not long after, maybe like a year or two later. Um, where like something was up with the right stick where I remember I was playing kingdom hearts three and I was running and I was running in a straight line. Um, and like I would, I was running and I was like, like stopping. I was, I was like, like just randomly like swapping back between running and walking. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, something's up with this stick. And I traded both of them in and they're like, and, it, and, and those exact problem, like, yeah, something's up with the stick. And he's like, yeah, it's your right stick. It has like a bit of a blah, blah, blah. And like, mm-hmm. and he plugs it into his, or he or she, they plug it into his system and it tells him what it is. And he's like, yeah, okay. So either if it's like unfixable, and then, mm-hmm. then, then they'll buy it from me, but probably for less. And they, they recycle the parts. Oh, I, I assume that there's people who are able to fix them. Yeah. And I assume that ex- that happens. Yeah. And, and that happens. But because I am I, also I saying will... that they do not always send the stuff to the person who knows how to fix it correctly. Oh, yeah. They'll send it to some guy who thinks he knows how to fix it. Right. Or they'll, or they won't factory send it back to PlayStation or Nintendo sure. or whatever. They'll just have some guy mess with it and mm-hmm. sell it back to you, which eh, I'm not about that. Here's, here's how I know that's, that's, that's bunk, right? I know that mm-hmm. people who hook those things up can't tell because I know what's wrong with it. Right. Right. So several times, right, I've told these people, tell me what's wrong with what I'm selling. And I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. I know what's wrong with it. I know what drifts. I know what doesn't work. I know what button is broken, whatever. And they go, yeah, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Or they say the, the totally wrong thing. It's your L2 when it's actually R2, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, nope, mm-hmm. that's it's- not right. That's, that's not weird. Right. All of and my that, experiences, and that's how I know. You know, um, all of my experiences with that is a, is the complete opposite. They know exactly what it is, and they know how to diagnose it. And I are play you sure like, you're not telling them when you walk in and like immediate conversation? Oh, like, well, oh yeah, in, this button's wrong. Well, they yeah, of course they know. I mean, you know? I mean, um, maybe I don't remember what I've said, but maybe um, I can't imagine I'm going in every time and mm-hmm. being like. I'm sure there have been times when I go and I'll be like, yeah, something's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Um, like Something's wrong with this. it, and then you click a button, and they see you do that. Or something's wrong with it, I think it's this. Or you say something, I think it's this. And then they go, yeah, it was that, just to reaffirm your feeling in it. But I will go in every single time I'm selling but something But I, I to them. see it in their program. I see it show up, like the problem. I've Not, never seen the program say oh, anything. I just oh, I, have. I just see numbers and maybe some. Well, it, does, it's it not, doesn't it's matter not what we view. have and haven't seen. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. I've I've given them equipment that I know is broken, hmm. which I assume they can fix somehow because why else would they take it, right? Yeah. And they to say, recycle it. and they say, oh, nothing's wrong with this. 
mm-hmm. and or they say the wrong thing is wrong with it and i mm-hmm. go okay <laughs> like i know what's wrong with it but if you think that's what it is then fix it mm-hmm. and you can sell it if you want but that's I've why never I, had that experience. That's why I don't trust it. Because it seems happened. like you've had bad luck with it, and I've oh, only yeah, had good that, luck with it. Well, I stopped having bad luck with it because I stopped buying used stuff. Yeah. You know, I think the last time I even bought something that was used from a game store was like I'm not saying used things. Like I don't I don't buy used controllers. I don't do that. <laughs> no. Um, but no. Um, I'm I'm saying I'm I'm talking about like if I'm selling them a controller, mm-hmm. like if I'm or trading in or whatever. Usually, if I like I, I'm pretty sure every single time I sold a PlayStation controller to GameStop, I just got another one in return, mm-hmm. like a brand new one in return, yeah. like for like, like $30 off or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever right. it would end up being or right. 40, 40, whatever. Um, you know? And so, um, and so it's, uh, it's just, just, I don't know. That's, that's, that's crappy that you had. Well, I'm glad you've had experience, better experiences, but, but maybe just the people I've dealt with specifically have been terrible GameStop mm-hmm. employees, but from what I understand, there are there are there are like input uh, like programs that that like that will through technological things mm-hmm. and numbers and stuff that will tell you that something yep. is like out of alignment. Yep. It won't specifically like read like I understand your left stick is wacky. Like, right. Um, I understand that on a more complicated piece of hardware, like there's things on vehicles that can detect certain issues with it because the com- the computer. In a car, at mm-hmm. least a modern car, right? You're not going to plug in like a 1990 Toyota Corolla. A Lizzie. code, yeah. Like, you're going to plug in, like, I have a, I have a 2018 Ford. Uh, what the Fiesta. hell is my car? Thank you. <laughs> I haven't driven that thing in a year. so it's, I haven't either. So it's like, well, you drive every day. You drive every day, don't you? I haven't driven your Ford Fiesta oh, in a year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but no, that has a computer in it, and most modern cars do, where you plug it in, and it sends a, a diagnostic code, and it tells you what's wrong with it. I don't imagine that a controller is that complicated, where it has something in that that sends a code or reads a code. I, I don't know, but right. I, I'm saying every time that someone has plugged in something and tried to tell me what's wrong with something, and I know what it is, mm-hmm. they've been wrong. Also, at the same time, um, GameStop employees are just dudes yeah. who are just, who thing. Are just yeah. like, like, like people, like yeah. is what I mean. They're not it's, professionals most of the time. And like, and they're just the following few time, the rules. The, yeah. The few times they are, it's but like retail sucks. Yeah. You really, I mean, everywhere, every job has people at it that are terrible, mm-hmm. you know, and, and GameStop and the companies like it are no different. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to have, uh, you know, you're not going to have everybody be right. at peak performance or peak levels of interest in things right, you know? right. I, I always tell this to you and i think you were with me but it was when i it was when i bought my playstation on black friday i remember and and the lady said um would you like to get a protection plan on it and i said well that depends is my protection plan with sony or is it with gamestop <laughs> and she goes would well, it be through us you could get a new one if it broke or something and i looked straight at her and i said uh how long does the protection plan last and she goes three years and I said, "Is GameStop going to be around in three years?" You said years? that to the guy. Was that was a, that was Simon. Was it Simon or that was, was a woman? That was Simon. The woman was also there. There's a woman who also works at that specific GameStop, and I was dealing with Simon. Yes, and, okay. and she she was shout out to Simon. If you were talking. GameStop. You were talking to her earlier. Okay. Um, but she was talking to you about uh-huh. Naruto or oh, something yeah, like that. Some anime stuff or something. Um, yeah. Or like My whatever. Hero. She it was, was talking about My Hero Academia. Then how come I was? Because I remember I specifically this might was be avoiding two, that This might be two different trips. Maybe, but it was to the same one. But You were with me both times, um, but yeah. But no, it was with Simon. But the okay. one you're thinking of was, I think was you're with right. Simon. I think you're right because, because I looked at him and said, is GameStop going to be around in three years? 
and he goes good point you don't need a, you don't need a warranty with us <laughs> yeah T- uh, <laughs> and, tell so, yeah. the story of what else simon did that day i shouldn't because i might get him in trouble I, in nobody knows who simon is i know i know okay he might, that might not even be his real name um yeah are you talking about the price he gave me or the uh what he did with your controller i don't know what you mean oh when i returned the controller to mm-hmm. him yeah okay this is exactly what i'm talking about my initial so this is your stock this is, playstation this is later controller. yeah i get a controller with my playstation 4 and i did play a lot to be fair but within six months the stick was drifting a lot yep and i was like this isn't cool what is this nintendo like i don't mm-hmm. need this um, so controller stuff is the controller always stuff for is every, always ga- annoying. every yeah. game every yep. console yep exactly so i took it back to the same GameStop, and i think it was that same day dog no it wasn't it was much later because it took a while to break. You know, you know what it was. You're, Ma- you're remembering multiple trips. So you, you know were, what it you was. Were, you were with me. But so maybe when trips. you bought your PlayStation, you were talking to that woman. Mm-hmm. But I think that thing when you said, "Is GameStop going to be around in a year?" That was when you were talking about. He said, "Do you want a, a protection plan on your controller or something like that?" I thought it was my system. It doesn't matter. There I probably all said the it, same thing. I probably happened. said it both times, honestly, because I, st- I still have those concerns. Maybe not after the whole game stonk thing, but I, I think I think maybe it a was. I think you said it once because I was there both times and you didn't say it the other time. I remember that. You were like, I want to be honest with you, man. Like, is GameStop going to be around in a year? Mm-hmm. And, you're, and you're like, yeah, that's fair. I, don't, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. And you're like, no, I won't get it. And I was like, yeah. I might don't. have said it both times, but either way. E- either way, it doesn't matter. But um, no, continue your tale. I do, I do buy warranties, but I usually enact them through the company that you get them through. Like, right. I'm on my most recent Joy-Cons, I got a Nintendo Switch yes. warranty with them. And so yes. when they're up in a year, I'm going to take them back and get brand new ones. Right. Actually, has it been a year? I don't even know, whatever. Not important. But I returned a controller from out of the box for a brand new controller. Something was wrong with it. And something was definitely wrong with it. It drifted. They plugged it into a a little computer, and he goes, it seems fine. And I said, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) Wait, do you... And he offered me full price. Wait a minute. That's not what it was. That's not what happened. I didn't pay anything for that controller, man. I know, but that's not what happened. What happened? You you went in. Uh-huh. You went in. Yeah. Um, well, and you I, tell it since you remember it so well. Yeah. Like, I don't mean to commandeer your story, but I remember this very specifically. You went in. Okay. Um, and um, we went in and uh, um, you had your controller. Mm-hmm. And you and you told him what was wrong with it. You were like, Did "Yeah, I, there, there's R two or whatever isn't working right, or yeah. or one of the buttons isn't working right." L three was the left was the left stick. Yeah, whatever whatever it was that yeah. wasn't working right. You yeah. told him. Um, oh yeah, and he says, "I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that." He, he was like, "You know what I'm gonna do?" He's like, <laughs> "I'm gonna pretend I hit." That was exactly, exactly it. He was like, "You know what I'm gonna do?" Yep. I'm gonna I'm just gonna he like whispers, "I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that." Sure. And I'm gonna assume this is a perfectly good controller. See? And it was like a See? it was like a Thursday night. See? And he was like, "Cause you know what? I just uh-huh. don't care." And that's why you shouldn't buy used shit from GameStop. Yeah. But that doesn't mean because people like me and people like Simon will game the system. However, however, like if 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 a, a thing doesn't work, they're not gonna sell it back. I know. You know, they're gonna send it away and whatever get make it for parts or whatever they do i don't know yeah they're like somebody they, they didn't somebody se- will fix they didn't it end they up sell selling it. that controller just as it was you know I what i mean i don't trust them though I don't that's trust fair them. you don't have to trust anybody I but don't trust it um um i do because i haven't really had a, an issue sure um the only issues i've had was just like hardware stuff it wasn't mm-hmm. like yeah my controller just stopped working you know mm-hmm. it's just like 
I like, it's like it's usually little things like oh my R2 doesn't work and mm-hmm. it's like and now I gotta go get another controller right. which is right. always a pain but mm-hmm. I'm on like probably like my fourth and fifth controllers now on PlayStation mm-hmm. yeah or something like that yeah. um, which is it's whatever it's a bit um, much but, but then also at the same time um, I've played a lot I've had it like six years and then there's gonna be PS5 soon whenever the hell that's gonna happen well it's out out but yeah. i mean i'm not buying it tomorrow because i can't buy it tomorrow because it's I have not in one stock. On, i have one on layaway do you for april yep for through who walmart oh nice yep my mom stashed it for no i shouldn't say god damn it <laughs> um my yeah they're coming friend, to get your mom well you never know uh she's not supposed to do that but my friend that's fine my friend put it aside for me nobody knows who your mom is yeah she works there god damn it <laughs> That's fine. Nobody's no. You're fine. I know. You're I'm thinking fine. you're gonna get Simon fired no, and your mom canned just, as well. I just we shouldn't we shouldn't name specific people just in case. Yeah, I won't name your mom like that. That's people's true. Oh, that's Andy's mom. I'm gonna go get her now. That's I know true. who it is. That's true. Getting in my car right now. Okay. Like that's not a thing. You're fine. Okay. Um, Fair point. No, but just like uh, like all controllers have issues, and that's annoying. Yeah. Um, like Especially if you it, play like five or six hours a day. If you, if you play a lot, like mm-hmm. that's. That's gonna happen, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, even so, like, like they're they're doing what they're they're meant to do, you know. Like they're. they're you know what hasn't had any issues for me? My mm-hmm. pro controller. I've had that for two and a half years now. Same. Nothing. No problem at all. Same. Joy-Con. I've had. Joy-Con. I've gone through three pairs. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm then the on extra, my. I'm about to be on my third pair. Yeah. And Not the extra. Yet, but. Well, I'm on my third pair now, so I haven't gone through the third one. But yeah, you're on the third one. Yeah. Pro controller. Maybe that extra ten bucks is just. Ten dollars more in, in engineering excellence. Like I don't know, it's got to be so much better for some reason. It's yeah, weird. Nintendo has been uh, cutting corners with things. I don't want to mm-hmm. say cutting corners, but like they'll be like over delivering, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, I thought this was like cutting edge stuff, and now now mm-hmm. it has like like one of the easiest problems is drift. You know, right. it's like the common right. problems are like stuff where like games will be like this is this is cutting edge stuff, and this is like. We built the game from the ground up, and it's like, is that why you didn't include all the Pokemon and reused mm. all the animations? <laughs> Still um, salty. Always, absolutely. Always salty. Absolutely. I would like to talk more about the storage devices that you mm-hmm. have to purchase if you have an all-digital library mm-hmm. of games, because obviously if you have the physical ones, storage isn't as big of a problem, because you can save... There still is. You can save your save data, and then once you are done with the disk, you can always just re-download it as a mm-hmm. disk. Um, and the discs usually take up less storage space. Like, for example, I have a digital version of... Uh, what game do I have a digital version of? They also have physical. Um, crap, what was it? I don't know. No, you bought me... Yeah. I have a digital version of Tetris Effect that was free from, like, whatever whatever month that was that it was free. I can't remember what month it was. But I also have hmm. the physical version, right? That I got you. That you got me for Christmas, yeah, two years okay. ago. When I uploaded the console, ver- when I uploaded the physical disc version, the save data and the data mm-hmm. in general for the game mostly goes to the disc, mm-hmm. and then the PlayStation only has to do like four or five gigs for that game. But when it's all digital, the save data, which isn't very much ever, but the save data plus the extra stuff, the extra game itself, mm-hmm. is around 30 gigs. Okay. And I find a lot of people experience uh, storage issues with that. So I broke it right. down. I decided to break down the numbers a little bit and talk about the pricing of some of these storage devices. Now, a couple of Christmases ago, 
or a couple Black Fridays ago, you bought a two terabyte storage device. How much did you pay for that? I think like sixty or seventy dollars. I think. Now that was like a deep discounted rate, right? Or is that mm-hmm. the usual that, price that, of them? I think I don't think it was deep discounted. I think normally it's like if I got it for sixty, it was like eighty, 80 or something like okay. that. So you got, I think I got a one terabyte. So you got like twenty percent off your price. Okay, <clears throat> so it's not bad. Ish. Yeah. Oh, here's only one terabyte. Mm-hmm. How much would a two terabyte be? Normally, Twice as much. No. Um, no. Okay. Normally, like probably like, so if the one terabyte was like eighty, mm-hmm. um, normally, and then the two terabyte would be like one thirty normally. Uh, yeah. Um, but to, like, what you think is a great a better deal? But mm-hmm. it's just more expensive, and I didn't right. I didn't buy it. Um, Let's assume that a two terabyte is at least like thirty to forty bucks more than the standard eighty yeah. for a one terabyte, right? That's probably I'd say like forty or fifty. Bucks probably forty more. or fifty. I'm thinking I was thinking like straight up doubling it because mm-hmm. that would make sense if right. one terabyte's eighty, then two would be one hundred sixty. But mm-hmm. whatever. Okay, let's just say it's like fifty bucks more. So. If you want a exactly large that. external hard drive for your device, whether mm-hmm. it's an Xbox, PC, or a PlayStation, mm-hmm. you're going to pay somewhere between 100 and 150 bucks. Right. Okay. If you want to have a extra, not even want to with Switch, if you need external storage, which, which everybody will need because every single game on Switch is enormous. If you and get it digitally. If you get it digitally. If you got Breath of the Wild digitally. It is like six, 50 to 60 gigs, I think, because the whole map is loaded mm. all the time. It's very, very expansive. Same with Mario Odyssey. Same with um, quite a few of these other ones. I mean, the gigs, the, the amount of storage. for Imagine, imagine getting Monster Hunter Dang. Rise digital on yeah. Switch Like when that comes out. That's going to be, be a massive game, right? If you do that four mm-hmm. times, if you get four games like that, your Switch is full. Right. Just just the bare storage. Because I think the bare storage of a Switch is around four, 30 gigs, I want to say. Somewhere around there. I don't remember. I'm trying to remember. Honestly, I wish very, I brought my Switch so I could actually look at the very data. Very soon in, I got the, the thing. Yeah. It, they, they Whenever you buy a Switch, they recommend in the packaging, and I remember reading this in the manual, they recommend getting the specific Nintendo um, SanDisk brand storage device, and it usually right. has Link from Breath of the Wild. You don't have to do that. It's like a hundred. Well, one of them is like a hundred twenty-eight gig. Hundred twenty-eight gig one costs uh, sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. So basically, the cost of a game. It's a, it's a micro SD card. It's a micro too. SD card that fits in the thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. basically, you're only going to use this on your Switch. You're not going to store anything else on mm-hmm. this. Excuse me. Which Gulp. is fair. Which is fair because you're not going to be want to be popping that thing in and out. Right. So if you are, mm-hmm. if you're moving all that data between 128 gigs plus whatever's already on the switch, I'm going to say it's 30 because I feel like okay. that's a good number to say. So about 150 total. You're going to fill that up, and I know I've already filled mine up. Basically, I've had to I've had to archive games and stuff. You're going to fill that up in 10 games. Mm-hmm. Now, how many games did you say you have on your switch, Colin? Just ballpark. 40 yeah me too easily and we're pretty conservative mm-hmm. <laughs> in what and how many games we own because we're physical copy people we also enjoy having physical I copies. digital I, I mean I'm, i go in and out um okay i'm more com- well, I'm, for both teams i'm more committed to a fair price if it's a game that i don't care about mm-hmm. as much like when mm-hmm. i bought hollow knight right the, the physical copy didn't exist one but two i didn't know i was gonna like it that much mm-hmm. and it's like you said earlier no, if i knew i was gonna like know. the game so much then I would have bought it physically. Right. That way I had it, I could look at it, I could put it on a shelf. But I can't. So I have to deal with the digital shelf aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Did I want did I excuse me, did I want Breath of the Wild physically? City. Did I want Breath of the Wild physically and 
Mario Odyssey physically, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course I needed those. I think mm-hmm. I had Rocket League physically for a while, too, and then I got rid of it for Switch. I have it physically. Yeah. I don't even think I opened it, honestly. So I got I, that on Black Friday, I too. think I bought it. I think I bought... Oh, I remember what happened. I wanted to play Rocket League when I first got my Switch, and I bought it physically for 40 bucks, hmm. and then it was on sale in the eShop for 20 that same day hmm. once I turned on my Switch. So I didn't even open Rocket League, and I returned it to the store right away. So I had that physically, but then the digital beat out, beat it out. Again... Rocket League is another huge game. If you download it digitally without having a disc to take on some of that storage space, the storage of that is like 30 to 40 gigs, and most big games are. So if you're storing this crazy amount of data to your Switch, you're going to spend more money in the long term on storage devices. Mm-hmm. Now, that's on Switch. Switch is a little bit smaller in storage in storage capacity. I know they do have more expensive um, – I know they do have more expensive micro SD cards now. That hold a lot more, and you can get those, but I don't think the average person is going to. Right. I think they're going to get the 128, and then if they need another one, they're going to get another one. Isn't that is that not the biggest one? I think they have 256 now. I think that exists. Yeah. Actually, I think you can get a terabyte micro SD now. Holy but smokes. I would imagine they're super expensive. Hmm. It's easier to get a hard drive that's two terabyte or right. one terabyte. Right. Um, a terabyte is a thousand gigs, and most people's PlayStations, if you bought them as a non-pro version, are 500 gigs, which is half of a terabyte. Mm-hmm. Mine was 1,000 because I have the slim version of the PlayStation, mm-hmm. not the so pro, but the terabyte. slim. So I got a terabyte. I filled that up within six months of owning it because there's so many games that I have digitally, mm-hmm. and it fills it up almost immediately. So what you have to constantly do is archive your stuff, delete your save data, whatever mm-hmm. you got to do. If you have a physical version, it's a little bit easier because right. you can just save more to the actual disc or the actual cartridge. And then the system is a little more spared in that way. And that's nice. Pro physical That's a pro games. physical. But you're also some usually paying more for the physical version on some True. games. So I don't know. What, like you pointed out the other day, um, you paid, what'd you pay for Immortals Phoenix Rising? $40. $40. Okay. Right now it's on sale for 25 right? You have a physical or digital? Digital. Oh, you do have a digital. Okay. Mm-hmm. What did you pay for? I got it digitally because it tell was me the a, most recent a phys- digital sale. Tell me the most, physical, most, most recent physical game you bought. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Okay. How much did you pay for that physical? 60? Um, well, it, normally it is 60, it but is I bought 60, it for 35. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. You got a physical for 35? Mm-hmm. New. Okay. Right now on the eShop, maybe not right now, but I have seen a sale for that game. Not Probably like 40. Did you buy the most recent one? Yep. Okay, so you got a really good deal on it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're going to see it for around 40 And normally you're going to see it for 60 So maybe the savings equal out if you buy digital because because, I mean, it, it would, because it would, then you have to buy all the storage stuff. It would depend on sales and, and uh, I don't know, like all that kind of stuff. You know, it's like. Yeah. And then it calls into question, well, do you want to get the off-brand? Right. The off-brand well, stuff. Do you want to get, do you want to get a sans disc uh, or do you want to get a a Kodak storage card, right. which do exist. It's weird. But do you want Kodak micro SD? Do you want to get a Kodak micro SD or do you want to get the Breath of the Wild Nintendo one? Right. Right. One is more expensive, but it's also name brand and it matches your hardware. It's specifically for that. Mm-hmm. They do the exact same thing. It's just one has a picture of Link You're on the You're paying box. for the endorsement. You're paying for the endorsement, yeah. But like you want so it to be endorsed. It's like... You have to think about those things when you're doing physical. But when you're doing digital, you always get directly from the source. Um, I don't know. That's why I go in and out. Because if it's be- like you said, you got Mario and Sonic for forty bucks, I would take that. 
on a game I wanted over a digital copy for 35. Right. I'd be fine paying an extra five bucks. Right. Whereas, okay, recently I bought Death Stranding. I got it for 20 bucks physically, mm-hmm. but the digital version matched the price. Right. As that, as that sale went away, though, for some reason, the, the price of the physical copy has gone up to 40 mm-hmm. and the digital stays 20 so there are moments where they are the same, but there's definitely more times where the physical is more expensive. And that yeah. makes sense because yeah, yeah, yeah. to make a physical game, you need, you need production, you need um, some sort of assembly, some sort of printing. artwork drawn for it, printing. There's a whole lot of things that go into it. But with the digital thing, it just comes straight to you, and mm-hmm. it's more convenient. So right. I don't know. That's why I go in and out. Um, it, if you're looking at pricing, like it, it definitely it's – just, it's just a numbers game. Mm-hmm. Like – I bought this game for like half off and this game or this hard drive at a sale, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, mm-hmm. so it's like digital games, you need more hard drive space, but then like physical games, you might be paying more, but then right. at the same time, like you can't buy a pre-owned digital game, um, you know, like, or like, or something like that. Like stores would have sales on, on physical things uh-huh. that digital won't, you know, like if, right. Odds are, if if you if you want to go look at a sale, like for example, the only reason I have Mario Kart Eight on uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, um, the only reason it's on my Switch is because um, all the Mario Kart Eights at the store were um, sixty dollars, and then pre-owned was like fifty-five dollars. But then Nintendo had a digital sale, making their Mario Kart Eight forty dollars. Mm-hmm. So which I was never like, happens right, which, games, which, yeah. which 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 rarely happens. You got to jump on that. And I was like, it was significant, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna buy. And so I bought Mario Kart digitally just because it had such a big sale. But then like, but then like I said, like um, Mario and and Sonic thing, that thing that I happened or or whatever game you're looking at, like um, like the digital Mario and Sonic was sixty dollars. But then, like this one, like I looked, I got it from Amazon, um, mm-hmm. and it was like, like with tax, I ended up paying like a little, like forty something, I think. So it was mm-hmm. like thirty five, so like forty two dollars or whatever it would be. Um, and then, like, yeah, just it's it's just it's just a numbers game. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it just comes down to that mm-hmm. preference. But if I'm all digital, like I would be annoyed that I have to be like, oh, like I gotta get a big hard drive, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this one's full, you know. I haven't had that. Pro- I have a lot of things on my Switch, but I haven't had the problem. I I've, I always wonder like how full my um, my micro SD is on my Switch, I like her or, or how not full it is, or or I don't know because mm-hmm. relatively recently I had to reconfigure. Like a few days ago, I had to reconfigure my storage on mm-hmm. my PlayStation Four because I have 500 gigabytes on my hard drive on my on my like system hard drive. And I have my one te- terabyte external one. I, t- I tried to download something and it was like an update. And it was like, we can't do this. There's not enough space. Mm. And it was fine because I just had to swap some thing. I had just had to move some stuff mm-hmm. over to the, the system hard drive mm-hmm. because I had a lot of room on that. And like that fixed it. But like yeah. if I continue getting digital games because I don't want to leave my house, like if I, if I want to buy freaking... I don't know, cyberpunk on my PlayStation, you know, and I, and I get it digitally because there's like a sale on it for $40 or something like that. Or if I had bought uh, Call of Duty Cold War digitally, uh, which I almost which I did, did, which I did, and I didn't um, because at the time you were sick. So you just, you know, obviously you weren't That's going true. anywhere. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I wanted it. I think I, I don't think I went to the, I don't remember if I went to the, I think I went to the store for that. I was, I was going to say if I mm. ordered it 
or went to the store. But mm-hmm. I would have preferred, um, you know, like, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. But just, it depends. Physical stuff, digital stuff, it's it's all what you want. I like, it's all your it's all your preference. I like physical stuff. I like seeing the collection, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, there it is. There's my gaming shelf, you know. I wish there was a way. There probably is. But I wish there was a site that existed or some type of service where if you have a digital version of something, but you would like the physical version, but don't necessarily care about um, the game, the game cartridge itself. Do you think there'll ever be a thing where you can pay like five bucks, 10 bucks and just get a box for something and then keep the digital version on your system? Um, if that doesn't exist, that's, I mean, a, that's sure. a million dollar idea. Because you think so? Yeah, because think about think about the things that you have on your on your Switch, especially because mm-hmm. a lot of games on Switch are small. Like I think of like Donut County, Limbo, Inside, Ape Escape, like all these all these independent games that de- that have physical releases now. Mm-hmm. They have forty dollar versions at GameStop. I could go and get them and have them on my shelf. But what I'd prefer to do because I already have the game, I've already enjoyed the game, I already what I'm not gonna I don't want to play it again really could but i don't don't really want to what i would prefer is just paying 10 bucks to us to a place to get a rep a really good replica or maybe even a a a case of it from nintendo or from wherever who whoever is licensing it and selling them that's just the case Mm -hmm. i could care less about the i could care less about the cartridge probably could yeah um and they might not and they might they might not do um uh, what's it called? Not industrial, but business uh, pricing. I can't think of the word, but yeah, you might have to bid on it. And well, yeah. maybe not bid up, but like if if it's coming from Nintendo, you're probably gonna have to pay forty dollars for the case. That's what I'm saying. But I wish there was something, some place that developed just the case. And corporate then, pricing. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, or like or like at at cost pricing at very minimum. Right. Maybe not at cost because that doesn't. Because you're buying the game, you're not profit. buying. Like I don't get a game to get the case. Like like. But that's what you care. That's what you're saying you care about though. Is well, having, I was. I, I meant. Um, I meant. Um, I said that wrong. I meant. Like I'm not gonna buy a game and care about the case more than the game itself. Yeah, I get that. But I'm saying if you already have a small game that you like and that you mm-hmm. care about and you want to see on your shelf because that's yeah. that's what a lot of people like. I like that too. Right. I'm not, I'm, I'm not like, yeah, I don't care. I like right. that. It's just yeah. like I could go without if the price is, sure. if the price is right. You sure. Know? You but probably if, could do that. You could probably like... Uh, I feel like that's a million dollar idea. You could be crafty and you could make a box. <laughs> it would just be... You look on Etsy or here's, something. Here's the box for Breath of the Wild. It's like a stick figure link <laughs> on like a little green hill drawn with crayon that's that's the best i could do i had that with um, there was no drawings but i had that with a pre-owned copy of um call of duty black ops for xbox 360 i didn't it it didn't have no they didn't draw it it was it was just a pre-owned copy from a second hand like a second hand game store Mm -hmm. and they sold new games too but they had a bunch of you know sold games Mm -hmm. and uh and for whatever reason, their copy, that specific copy of Black Ops at the time when it came out, and like when I got it in like 2012 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, it uh, it didn't have a, a cover. So so like the so so like or like if you go to GameStop and it like it doesn't have a cover, and it'll be like 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 that weird picture of like yeah. those characters, and then like printed at the top of it, and it'll just say like 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 2K13, hmm. you know. 
yeah all stars edition or whatever and it's just typed but then like it's just like a stock image right there you know and that's what black ops had except it was literally a piece of printer paper when that somebody uh scrawled on there and sharpie called duty black ops and like that was it and i was like okay and then i just threw away the paper and then like i just had like an empty and i still have that like Mm -hmm. i still have that case it's just a clear green xbox 360 case but it's the black ops case i wonder how that happens to stores do people really walk in there with just the disc and try to sell um, it. Like, I'm, what, kind I'm thinking of, what kind of person prob- is that? Uh, I don't know. I was gonna say, the 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 paper of the of the cover maybe was damaged, but it's like, why would oh, they maybe. get rid of that? But like, I don't maybe know. Maybe it was like rather than nothing. Or maybe maybe they it just came in like that. Maybe they just like, yeah, we my little brother took it out or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I uh, I don't know. That that sounds like a a a wild uh, business venture. I don't know. I don't know if it would be a, a million dollar idea personally, but I'm not a mm. businessman, so I have no idea. Um, but uh, I feel like someone would be, someone would like it. That's definitely an Etsy or an eBay thing. I mean, like, yeah. like um, it would have to be some sort of manufacturer, like actually making quality cases, or even just Nintendo. I mean, it is, it is whatever, it, whatever. It, they're just selling the case that is from the manufacturer. Sure, what that's mean? what I'm saying. Because like, you don't need to make just make slightly more cases and you do cartridges and sell the cases on the side hmm. you know if you're already making a bunch of them just make ten thousand more and then yeah i don't know how do you feel have you ever, have you ever experienced any um um like special cases in particular like i know so i mentioned earlier that like um sometimes sometimes if we're talking about like going back to box art sometimes special editions mm-hmm. they won't even have any art on the cover mm-hmm. it'll literally just be like like sl- like slate gray or something mm-hmm. it'll just have the title card and it'll yeah. be like kingdom hearts 3 and like that's it like there's no yeah. characters on the i thought that's a little odd like for deluxe editions but further than that like what the case is made out of have you ever had any experience with anything like that um no i mean like i said probably the most probably the, the biggest game of the year edition game or special edition game I bought was Skyrim because I bought it in 2018 mm-hmm. and I or 2019 sorry and I had never played it when it came out so I mean that it had been years since it came out and there's tons of DLC it was just a regular blue case and it was a regular cover and it didn't even say I, didn't I, th- even say I think that's extra. all the Skyrims for PlayStation 4 yeah um, I don't those those special editions with special cases if I if I were to buy one and put it on my shelf I would be annoyed that it didn't look like all the others honestly like i i don't know i've seen maybe um, i would want a whole shelf of just those special editions just those iron cases or whatever but i don't have a display i wouldn't i wouldn't say skyrim is a special edition thing um but uh, i i remember i'm not saying it was i'm saying the fact that the fact that it was literally called the special edition skyrim game of the year whatever whatever edition it was called that i bought it didn't. Oh, it was, I, just a, it was just a basic case. I, I was talking about like like so. There's a standard game, and then mm-hmm. there's like a, the deluxe edition. With yeah. with that instance of Skyrim, there's no deluxer mm-hmm. Skyrim than what you got. Sure. Like that's that's all you can get. Yeah, I know. But that's that's not what I was after. So, um, but so um, I don't really buy those deluxe editions. I, often, I, so no, I there's I, been I times when I've been at like stores like Best Buy, for example. I know they have this. They have a lot of those. Where they'll have they'll have like a lot of stores have like special editions, but in terms of like the physical case being different than a plastic case, like they have the. Steel booklet like i remember when um um let's go pikachu and let's mm-hmm. go eevee came out um at gamestop they were selling just um cases but the cases were were steel um cases that were like 
and and it had this like drawing of Evie and Pikachu playing together and this really fancy artwork on it. But like the case is is steel and like that that's like a, a special collector's thing um, that that a lot of people like. One of the one of the special edition things that people can get, like I'm sure if there there's probably a special edition, a super super special edition, let's go Pikachu or whatever that had that. It had the Pokeball Plus, and then it had like an art booklet and that, and you you would spend like a hundred twenty bucks on it or something like that, mm-hmm. and you get it. You get the steel booklet. I I do have um, I do have one steel booklet. Um, it's for it's not mine. It's my friend's. Um, but. I have it and he doesn't really care about it. So it's good. And he has a few too, but um, he has one for uh, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops on 360. So so I have like a lack of, I have a freaking crappy normal case for Black Ops and he has a really fancy artwork steel bookcase one for, uh, for that. And then uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy for Wii. Mm-hmm. It has all three Metroid Prime games. And, um, and he had that and then I borrowed it like, a number of years ago mm-hmm. i just never gave it back to him but it's this really fancy thing it has a it has a plastic sleeve and then the case itself um it's just like this like dark gray and like bluish like case and there's no and then the title card is on the sleeve like on the on the box itself there's it's just like 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 um uh, like futuristic patterns and that's it like there's no metroid prime written on it and that's just like mm-hmm. a, a very cool like collector's thing that i i I commandeered mm-hmm. from my friend. That's cool. <laughs> um, but, but that kind of thing, that's always cool to like see that. It's like, oh, I got the steel booklet for, I don't know, whatever. There probably was one for Skyrim back in 2011 mm-hmm. or freaking, I don't I'm know. I'm sure there exists one. Mm-hmm. I just don't care enough to buy it or pay for it. If, like if said, we're looking at... It would um, annoy me that it wasn't exactly the same Yeah, as sure, else. sure. Um, if we're looking at... Uh, cases that are that like nintendo would be selling that's an example of that as 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 they would sell the 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 steel booklets like just with the case separately they would then it would be like 50 bucks or something or 40 whatever it would be you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's a that's a deluxe thing Mm -hmm. uh for sure so right yeah i don't know all the aspects of freaking physical games you got your box art and you got your advertising and got the characters on the cover and good box art and bad box art and digital versus physical anything else you want to you want to add no i think i talked about box art as much as i could we talked about box art and then just physical digital versus physical physical. yeah Yeah. i think that's the whole gist gist of this pod was Mm -hmm. physical physical versus digital Mm -hmm. and if you had to choose one which one would you choose just like from here on out, you had to get one or the other, no matter probably, sales. Probably digital. Really? Yeah, I think I'm leaning. That was what I thought. I think I'm leaning more towards that now the more we talk about it because the price is usually better. It's more convenient to switch mm-hmm. between games. Um, even, the, even the storage devices that I mm-hmm. talked about, like they're not as pricey usually as buying all physical games. Right. Think about every single think about every game you have. Mm-hmm. If they were all physical, they would all most likely be full price. They would almost right. likely aside from a couple because there's barely ever sales on switch games or anything right. else if you bought everything physical you would have spent tons more money on it yeah probably just to have it in collection in your collection and there definitely are people who like that right but i don't think i'm i don't think i'm gonna be one of them going forward but then like if i try to go buy mario or mario kart 8 if i didn't have it on on the eShop right now mm-hmm. it would it it would be 60 dollars. like there's yep. there's no like yep five dollars less you yep. know like there's there's gonna be none of that so it's yep. like oh maybe i'm gonna get a pre-owned 35 dollars for for a physical mario kart yeah. you know they're not doing that or whatever it be so it's like 
pick your poison, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for listening to us ramble about uh, all things games. Mm-hmm. Um, this was enjoyable. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for being here. Thanks for thanks listening. Thanks to Simon. Thanks to Simon. Thanks, Simon. Um, Simon, hit us up. <clears throat> we'll have you on the next episode of the pod where we talk about um, last week. It was it was the day before Valentine's Day when, when we were going to record. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, when we were going to talk about like dating sims and um, like couples, video game couples like Mario and Peach and Zelda and Link. And then we were like, okay, that basically exhausts it. And then the rest are like Final Fantasy characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were like, yeah, maybe not. Um, okay. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Thanks, See you folks. later. Thanks, folks. See you, folks. Mm-hmm.